You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's that's your problem. problem. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm going to lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Welcome back to the Pod Waves, Hero Heads. Uh, we hope that you are just as fired up as we are about this fourth episode of the third season of television's number one drama. Is that enough math for you? Uh, well, here's a little more. Uh, the quality of this episode it went straight up to infinity. I am your host, Ben Flores, and I'm here and I'm going to introduce my second host of this show. There's another number for you. <laughs> so we've almost said them all at this point. Uh, so let's give her a chance to... Uh, Let's give her a chance to get into the mix on the ones and twos. Here she is. Uh, Sarah Black adding herself to this equation. Well, this is a, an, elegant, uh, an elegant equation indeed. I was trying to think of some reference to a physics thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the elegant equation. The elegant equation. As they call it. Go check that one out at your local library. I think they've probably got it on Vine. Anyway, this week's episode was a banger. Uh, and if Big you don't time. know what we're talking about, we're talking about Chicago Heroes. This is the best show on television, and I don't know why you'd be listening to the recap podcast if you hadn't watched the show. That'd be sort of a weird habit. Well, maybe somebody clicked on it because it said, please save me, and they thought, oh, I want to help out. Help. Yeah. Where am I at the bottom of? Yeah. Canyon. Yeah. Right? Got Wi-Fi down there. That's weird. Unless Donald, you're Donald with Duck data. stuck in math magic land. <laughs> <laughs> Dongle Duck. Dongle what, Duck, what yeah. What about a duck? A dongle in the shape of a duck. So that's kind of fun. Sometimes what we like to do on this podcast is come up with just good ideas. ideas to make money with. Yeah. So if we stumble on an idea and it sounds like there's a buck or two in it, you better believe that we don't give a shit whether that has anything to do with recapping the TV show because we're in the hole. And we already make so much money on this podcast. So that's just kind of a hobby. The rest of it is all gravy. Mm-hmm. which is sort of like uh, every episode more that we get of this show. Oh. Because I would say that um, in the first season and the second season, which famously the second season of this show um, cut off pretty abruptly in the middle of a storyline and they fired the whole cast and crew, took a few months off and rebooted. Yeah. But what I have to say about that is they've already told the story that they set out to tell. Yeah, agree. So everything else is gravy here yeah. with season three with this rebooted cast. It's been so great. And this episode was no exception. Is yeah. exception a math thing? It could be. Okay. Probably I don't think is. that scientists have yet discovered mm. all of math. No. Uh, And I'm not sure that we have yet discovered all of the little Easter eggs that were in this episode. Oh, so many. But we've Easter dinosaur eggs. A master Easter dinosaur egg hunter (laughs) Mm -hmm. to discuss them with us this week. We sure have. Without any further ado, we'd like to say bonjour to our guest, Dan White. And if you notice something about. (laughs) And so, Dan, you just hang on for a moment because we were supposed to. we were supposed to give Sarah a chance to say what she wants to say. 
<laughs> There's something I just wanted to say something interesting. If you put um, two and two together, um, Sarah Black, Dan White, now isn't that equaling interesting. And you'll get four, which is at least as many years as our guest, who I'll introduce in a moment, and who, if you were listening closely, his name you already heard, uh, for at least as many years as he's been a uh, writer and performer, a staple of the Chicago comedy scene. So maybe you've seen him around. If you're just getting introduced to him now, boy, do I wish that I could be you. Anyway, here he is. Wow, thank you. Thank you for the very uh, muddled and exciting introduction. You're so welcome. You know, a mint julep is muddled, and so <laughs> I'm in good company. That's great. Uh, have you, are you, do you have a history as a bartender? I uh, I have when we went to Chicago Hero Land uh, over the summer, and I went down to the full size replica of Sullivan's Bar that they had. I oh, did take yeah, a commemorative yeah. pick, yeah, standing okay. behind the bar. That's they sick. taught you kind of how at like the Guinness, um, the Guinness Brewery in Ireland, uh, they taught you how to pour a classic uh, cuppa. Chicago, Chicago chowder yeah. at behind the bar mm. at Sullivan's. Yeah, some some say that uh, some have said it's gross, uh, but I can tell you that whatever they've said about it, it pales in comparison to what it's like to actually stand behind the bar and smell it. Sure. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what about you, Dan? Uh, what's uh, yeah? What's your deal? You, how did you find your way to uh, to this to the to the Chicago hero head? Uh, Chicago heroes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, seen all the apps. Uh, I'm I'm really big into like into Hollywood and whatnot. So uh, you know, I, I get variety. You know, every day, and, yes. and, and I'm reading that. We so, love the trades. Yeah. So from the second that the the first season was cast to the the reboot, like you know, I've been following it. Um, pretty diehard fan. And honestly, I've had like some stuff going on like personally so it's like been like a great escape to get you know to to to, to go and, and and to to get to experience like you know this world where like there are real heroes in the world and it's like a good reminder because like i think sometimes life can get a little gray yeah um so that that's what i that's what attracts me to it gray like chicago chowders do you want to talk a little bit maybe about what's personally going on or do you oh uh, no no i think we just get right into the to the show All i right. feel like okay I, yeah, it's, it's... so you must have really just been uh, so eager to to fire up the old television on Sunday night oh. and uh, oh, gosh, and you yeah. know saw on the TV guide that this week's episode is called "To Catch a Thief." Yeah, and so right off the bat, you see that title "To Catch a Thief," and y- I see y- that and I go, "Yeah, I think I I think they're going to <laughs> yeah. because well, they're heroes. heroes." Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're starting off on the same foot as you're talking about. It's like our world, only in our world. Uh, the people who wrong you, they don't always get caught. No, yeah. in fact, the most of the time, the people who wrong you end up doing re- doing a lot better, you know. And then you're kind of left standing, look, looking around, going, "Who, you know, these? Who are these people? Why did they do this to me?" And now they're happy, you know. So yeah, I love this show, and yeah. like that's like one of my favorite things about it is is the bad guys get their comeuppance, and in the real world, that doesn't usually happen. A lot of times, it's like the nicest people who end up not. Getting their come up, yeah, you know, yeah. and when when the, when when what they should be getting is a different sort of comeuppance, totally. which is coming good, up in the world, a good one, quality wise, mm-hmm. a good yeah. one, you know, in terms of their success, yeah, um, because you know you could you could say about someone, you know, oh, he's really on the come up, 
Yeah. And that actually yeah. means the opposite of comeuppance, mm-hmm. even though it's the same word. Mm-hmm. And that's another way in which our world is confusing. It's topsy-turvy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a place uh, in Chicago, the, the, the fake one, I would say, although it's getting to the point for me where the Chicago of Chicago Heroes is actually maybe even more Almost real. Almost more realer, yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, that's a place where everything makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's messed up. I just had was reading on a on a hero subreddit yeah. that, that I didn't realize that they shoot upwards of 90% of the show on a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. that's true. World's largest soundstage. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like... I, All the world's a soundstage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they shoot a lot of it in Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Uh, they've they What happened with this season was they, some would say blue, others would say... <laughs> just spent uh wisely wisely uh pretty much most of their budget for about 10 years worth of the show on the first season and a half yeah Yeah. i've seen theories on that same subreddit that's why the second season cut off so abruptly was Mm -hmm. they had to get a bailout Uh uh but yeah they have shifted production yeah yeah well, and we also know that they have shot upwards of six to seven seasons already, just have those <laughs> in the can. And uh, at some point... Just kind of that, those out as needed. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. And so, you know, I couldn't pick out... And maybe this would be a fun little game that we can kind of, uh, Ooh, kind pick of play out the, throughout this episode. Where, do, you know, what's real, what's fake? Or what's the Gary hotspot that's standing in for Chicago Tower or something like that? Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, I got to believe, it, it'd be hard to believe that we didn't open on a real shot of Chicago Museum in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was stock. You could see the little Getty watermark over yes. it. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't yeah. have the Getty watermark. There was a lot of watermarks. And so what I was wondering is, did they do extra work to then use uh, Adobe After Effects or whatever it is to place the actors into that watermarked? stock imagery you know because that watermark was there through i would say most of this episode yeah yeah i I was it did seem like an unusually long external shot (laughs) like it was like an external shot and then it felt like the the script would have called for what was happening to be Mm -hmm. you know an interior shot yeah Uh, but but it was still an exterior shot for for a lot of it and so it seemed and it seemed like they were discussing things as if they were in the building but the 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 background did look as though they were a good (laughs) quarter mile away from looked at sort of like a painted you know like a a classic like you know your lover of old hollywood it looked like a classic matte painting yes you know one of the stills from north by northwest or you know one of these huge backdrops from you know, Citizen Kane or, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Nice and, shot, and to, though. To, to, to clue our listeners in about the exact scene we're talking about, um, you know, it's Dad's Day at the museum. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, we've got one of our main characters, we, although he hasn't prom- featured too prominently yet. Well, there you know, hasn't he's been much as for a, a featured player yeah, for this season, but. Featured hero, but there's not much for a paleontologist to do in, say, a fire, a murder. Unless, I guess, the bones get lost and need to get put back together or... Um, Traveling back in time to see how the dinosaurs yeah. died. You yeah. Know, I'd like to see them solving do an episode that like crime. That. I don't want to... Uh, what, what, I could just to real quick plug this, because I know you guys were talking about million dollar ideas and an idea that I've always had... Always. Is like a puzzle, but it's bones. <gasps> So you get like a box of bones and then you put it together like it's a puzzle. Box of bones. I yeah. love it. But it doesn't have to be the thing. It can be anything. You can just get like a random box of bones and then you put together the, 
the animal you want or the creature you want. That's cool. And this episode is brought to you by Boxo Bones. Fuck, is that a thing? Well, Well, uh, our listeners have the power to make it one. That's right. We're giving you the opportunity to kickstart Boxo Bones and uh, make sure that Dan has a place to stay next year. Back to the episode. (laughs) Maybe make yourself a house out of a box of bones. So there's another idea for you. Yeah. I, I've been, yeah, I've been a couple, I've been sleeping at, um, my brother's place. So then, nice? so we were, what's up? Is it nice? Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's so nice. <laughs> and sometimes I find that makes it even a little worse, doesn't it? Not for me. I got a lot of space. I'm in the basement. So it's been, it's, he's been actually like a, I owe him a lot. Sounds like a Did you watch the episode at his place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it Sunday night at his place. Is he a fan too? Um, I don't know. uh, But I would imagine, yeah, probably. I did watch it solo this Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's in the basement. Mm-hmm. I bet that he heard you uh, kind of gasping, you know, because. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> at this next scene. I know that Sarah practically threw, uh, th- through the wall her. Practically? Me- Okay. We had yes. to call There's somebody no in to fix there. it. A, There's yeah, no wall. Yeah. We had to call somebody in so to hard get the that it blew rest a of the wall away. Yeah. At this scene, where we had Dad's Day at the Chicago Museum, and uh, yeah, it would be something you would probably expect to be inside the museum because it was kids and their dads doing uh, science activities. Uh, Ross, the paleontologist, was leading some programming for this kind of, uh, you know, family day would probably be the inclusive term at this point. Sure, yeah. I don't know when they filmed this episode. You know, it might have been a few years ago. Yeah, and but for all intents and purposes, the big banner that they kind of green screened onto the uh, establishing image of the um, exterior said, Welcome, Dads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know that this is a this is a celebration of dads. No moms allowed, <laughs> and that was made clear on and that's the, cool on the banner, you know. Yeah. Um, and on the pins that a lot of the dads were wearing. Yeah. With the where it's, with the mom in the circle and the with circle the, slash the line through, through it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like thank you for not momming. Yeah. Thank you for not having your mom. And I thought this was kind of interesting because you know take your take your daughter take your son to work day is a common thing. Yeah. Dad's Day at a museum is not maybe something that we're familiar with in the culture. So it's, if anything, it's impressive that the show would do something where they're setting themselves up with extra work just for us to relate. Yeah. Well, I think in the past we've kind of seen Ross in just passing, just maybe even just to establish this, talk about a little bit, you know, trouble that the museum has been having with its programming, um, saying things like, you know, we can't get people in the doors. People don't care about the dinosaurs anymore. Now that like, you know, um, we have the big planetarium. Now people are obsessed with stars. So how do we get them back in? It's all Nintendo switch. It's all fidget spinners at this point. Tech decks. It's jeweling. You know, uh, yeah. there's a lot of, we were seeing, I would say there were some pretty good gags with kids in this opening scene, kind of trying to sneak away from their dads to go sneak a jewel behind the stegosaurus. Yeah, yeah take a TikTok on a bone. Yes. So you can tell Ross is like, you know. I thought they did too much of the jeweling. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it crossed the line into promoting the product. It started to feel like a sponsorship, yeah. Yeah. particularly with yeah. some of the 
because they had the whole choreographed like dance. Yeah, yeah the little TikTok the dance. Du- they yeah, did. The di- yeah. Yes, yeah, step step puff. Yeah, and so they step, were all sort of, you know, step step puff, do yeah. the two step and puff it. Yeah, and then with some of the testimonials too, yeah. that felt when the kid looked in the camera and said, "If you don't jewel, you're a pussy." <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, yeah. I should jewel." Yeah, you know, but I don't even. I went know out where and I bought one after the, the episode. So if they were trying to do something, it worked. Wor- yeah, 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 for sure. That's yeah, it's cool. Where the kids were making fun of the other kid for for jerking off you know they're saying if you jerk off you're not cool you know there's only one there's only one dick that you need to suck is what they said which didn't make sense and i think that oh because the jewel is a dick. The jewel yeah that part didn't come together for me but i felt like I'd i got what they were going for if i didn't share i like when advertising is yeah. a little esoteric for sure leave leave it up to me it's a little avant-garde, you know, and maybe yeah. that's where the stock imagery kind of decision comes in. It's it's like reminding us that this is all uh, a fabrication. Yeah. Right. Uh, but what the the what happens next seems very real to me. Yeah. So I also stopped jacking off. So that worked. Worked. So there we go. All right. And yeah, it worked for me too. Did it? Probably can't jack off a ton in your brother's basement. Yeah, I would never out of just respect for him and his family. Yeah. He got a wife and kids? Huh? Did he have a wife and kids? Beautiful wife. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. I wouldn't they, jack off either. Yeah, I mean, so I would never... Plus, it's like the, the ceiling's really, really low in the basement, so mm-hmm. I probably couldn't even, like, get... Hard. Well, I could. Because it'll I just would, bust right through. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like it's just like I'm in kind of in like a, it's more of like a crawl uh-huh. space, so it's just hard to like even get. Once I find a position that's comfortable, I try not to move too much. Yeah. So that can almost kind of make you hard, though. We did notice that when we came. See, I'm in- the opposite. Though. I, 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 I like big spaces. That's what I. I that's like big spaces are arousing to me. So like yeah. fields, um, you know, airspace. Like landing strips on airports, lakes. Um, Outer space would probably be like, wow. Yeah, exactly. So I actually kind of sympathize when they, you know, some of the issues they're talking about with the planetarium. Yeah. I get it. Mm. Sure. How do you get, well, yeah, I mean, and then you pass that on to the planetarium, you know, and they're dealing with their own issues. How do you get people into a planetarium when they can look at real space from outside of it? That's a that's a great point. Yeah, that's and I think that point. this TV show actually kind of serves as a model for that. You know, I'd much rather be in this Chicago than in the Chicago that we're in. So the Chicago, and, the show is the planetarium. Yeah, but it's even better than the outside world, and that and that's how Got you do it. it. You know, now what like? So the Chicago of the show is Gary, Indiana. Yes. So you're saying you think you'd rather be in the Gary, Indiana than Chicago? And I should go check that out. And I have gone to the soundstage that they film this at down there. And I have brought bolt cutters and tried to open up the external gate. Uh, but those, those, they use really strong bolts for this one. Yeah. You know, after yeah. from from after the first time that I broke in, and so sure, hard to get sense. in there. Yeah. Um, Sucks. And I didn't know my any which way around any of those warehouses anyway. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. Because yeah. they do so much of it in post. Yeah. That yeah. I was expecting to see basically a whole big set. Yeah. You know that looked like Chicago. But it's all warehouses. Yeah, it's all yeah. shot. It's all shot indoors. It's all. Have you ever been to the Cinespace, the the sound studio in Chicago? I haven't checked that one out. You should check it out. They do a lot of the um, 
a lot of the Gary Indiana scenes they shoot at Cinespace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, and that's and sort isn't of a, that fun. And we talked about getting into some of these Easter eggs. Yeah, and so and we are uh, crack crack that one open. Can you smell the sulfur, listeners, or can you hear it? Uh, that yolk mm-hmm. ain't running. That's an Easter egg. It's been boiled. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we, we still haven't gotten to this, what I would call the inciting incident. You know, well, we've got the but classic Chicago heroes. They spend a good 15, 10, 20. 15, 20, just establishing where we are, letting us see yeah. the kids dueling, not jacking off, making fun of each other for not jacking or for jacking off. Sorry. And, and um, we're all still in the establishing shot here. Yeah. Like this oh, is all yeah. still establishing yeah. shot. Yeah. So this, I, it, was a, it was like a 15 minute establishing yeah, shot. Yeah. And like, the, so if anything, you could say they pack a lot into a single yeah, shot. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could. And this was done as sort of a, uh, as much as you could say that a stock image with things photoshopped over the top of it is a single take, you know, it was a single take. Yeah. One well, take. they redid it a couple times. It, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You yeah. Could so see, like, I love doing that. Five minutes worth of action, yeah. but we saw it a few times. Yeah. Just a couple uh, different tries. It well, was, at one point, Ross did, he, Ross did say, let me take that again. Yeah. And then repeated the line. Well, they so, do it kind of Apatow yeah. style where they do sure. it in a scripted way yeah. and then they do a couple times where they... Definitely and, some mumblecore. Yeah. For and sure. they just do sort of like the dicking around kind of thing and yeah. yeah but that makes room for these actors to play yeah you know? and that's so important. you're not gonna get that and see, that was actually my question with a lot of the kids when they were kind of like fighting I, that seemed like that was kind of all improvised as if they were kind of doing that on set oh yeah did, well when, it, when the one kid Derek was like just absolutely wailing on I mean I would really go as far as say beating the shit out of that other kid Christian yeah and uh, there was the kind of the handlers and one of them was telling the other one just let them let them go at it yeah that definitely felt organic to me yeah. well and then another kid kind of clapped and went uh, freeze do it different you know <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. yeah which we were like and Christian kept crying the same way yeah. yeah, and so so it's like, did he not uh, get some, the game? Take some stars off of him for did that. Did he not one, get yeah. the game? Hmm. But yeah, kind of that playful, improvised spirit, and you don't get that memeable moment of Ross doing the flubber bit if he's not flubbing lines. Well, and what's the flubber bit? He said, "Call me Professor Flubber uh, because I just made flubber with my lines." Uh, and so that's like yeah. I said, very memeable. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very yeah. memeable line. I yeah, I always put that out on Twitter after I sort of flub a tweet. Call gets, me Professor Flubber. Yeah, it gets no likes, and then I'm I just I issue an apology yeah. with my lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, bam! One in, of the dads, inciting incident. One of the dads uh, starts. Uh, he he let the body seems hit like the floor. he's had a little bit too much of his kid's jewel, and he does a let the bodies hit the floor with his body. Pitches himself forward. And starts uh, writhing and clutching his shoulder on the ground. Uh, Ah, Remember that. Wailing and moaning. Yeah. And Ross goes into, well, everybody starts freaking out. Yeah. People running away. It looks, you know, this is, um, I would say this part of the scene, I was going to say this scene, but of course it was an unbroken take, uh, right out of the disaster playbook. You know, I felt for a moment like I was watching not Chicago heroes, but maybe San Andreas heroes. Oh, oh yeah. big earthquake, but it was just a, with a, the way that the people yeah. were moving. Yeah. It was yeah. like the earth was moving under them, the way that everyone reacted See, to this. I got a little confused mm-hmm. at this part. Okay. This part did okay. confuse me, the action, the physicality, because it confused me. Because I, I should say, I did watch, um, I watched the, most of this episode without sound. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't oh. fully 
um, aware of what was going on. I had to yeah. be... Did you turn it off after the kid turned to the camera and said, if you don't jewel, you're a pussy? Um, at, yeah, so that, that right then is when my brother and his family got home. And I... I so I'm, my sister-in-law doesn't know that I'm staying. So yeah. that's kind of one of the things where I have to... So I have to be quiet about, about that. So um, I kind of was watching um, with very little... Very little volume. Well, that makes sense because if she were to find out you were staying, then she might tell your brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm on, I'm on kind of the outs with with both of them. Um, my brother was really good to me after what happened. Um, I don't want to. I, I want to talk about the show, but like I, I had some. some it's stuff hard with my... not to think about our own shit. Yeah, you know when we're watching this shit. Because this shit is so real, which is like what The Rock said in this scene. And oh, fuck, I wish I could have heard that. And that's just what I call uh, the character Ross. I had decided <laughs> you call him the Rock. Yeah, I started calling him the Rock after this scene because of the way that he responded to the crisis. Yeah, kind of rolled up his sleeves, pulled out a gun. Someone roll up their sleeves and pull out a gun and fire it into the air so that everyone disperses the ground and oh. then disperses <laughs> because. They were because the soundstage wasn't even ground. So if you're anywhere but the peak of it and you hit the ground, you're gonna roll away from the center. So it just was physics um, at that point. But I call him the Rock after that. And when you see someone take control like that, how do you not think of your own the way that your own life is out of control? Yeah, that's how I feel pretty much every week watching yeah. these heroes act. It's like okay, it's amazing yeah. to see someone yeah. succeed, but what about me failing? Of something. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've felt like that, for sure. So this must be sort of an, an a little bit of a... So it's a great outlet for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think... Yeah, like, anything is a nice outlet. That yeah. Any escape is a nice outlet. I uh, I haven't... I have... Actually, this outfit I'm wearing now is what I've been wearing for... About three and a half weeks. Yeah, it I've, seems like it. Yeah, yeah. So seems I've been like be. I've been kind of locked out of my home, my house. Right. Um, right. Now to imagine not a lot of room to keep clothes down in your exactly apartment now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it's nice to have stuff. I mean, thank God for my Kindle, um, <laughs> where I watch this stuff on. Yeah. Uh, where do you plug it in for battery? Uh, well, I have an external battery and I'll spend a lot of my day at Starbucks, oh, okay. um, like charging everything. Just charging that puppy up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it is nice. You know, the Chicago heroes really is leading the charge in terms of <laughs> making, making the, and that's a good one, making the episode available in e-ink format. You know, yeah. they, they, they haven't done a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, most video it's streaming. You know, mm-hmm. stream it on a screen. Boo. You know, LCD screen. Backlit. You know, yeah. and Chicago Cruise has really led the charge in saying, you know, we'll, we'll stream this to a device that's not backlit. You got to yeah. have daylight to watch it. Which I don't. Which must be hard so, for yeah. you. So, yeah. So, I there. honestly, I couldn't hear it <laughs> and I couldn't make out a lot of what was on the screen. So, I was very confused by this. Shapes and forms. By this episode. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, it was great. I mean, I was, I was on the edge of my... Uh, I kind of sleep on like a two by four. So I was kind of like on the edge of this two by four the mm-hmm. whole time. Like yeah. I was so into this app. Um, and is that laid down horizontal or is that the vertical edge there? So it's kind of like a weird little crawl space. So I'm actually sitting at like a 90 degree angle. Eee. So like, yeah, like my face, like there's a vent 
right in front of my face. Um, and then my legs, um, basically kind of hook underneath, uh, uh, some pipes, uh, next to the, the, uh, the bathroom. So hard to sleep. And the sleep you do get is not restful. Yeah, actually, I sleep great. It's actually, okay. that's how I sleep normally, even in my Tempur-Pedic. So, um, it, that was actually, huh? Hmm? Tempur-Pedic, huh? My wife and I, well, sorry, we, we had a Tempur-Pedic, so. Well, where'd that go? Um, so I guess just to clear the air, what happened, so what, what's, what's going on with me is I, I lost some money mm-hmm. and it was a strain on, on. Explains the clothes thing. Yeah. Yeah. So are you guys familiar with Hobart's, Hobart's farm? Hobart's farm. It's Refresh in, me. It's, it's like, it's South east of chicago oh right okay yeah and they right do, near gary yeah 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 and it's a little past gary it's in Indi- uh, indiana and um they do like an, an apple picking thing it's so fun so fun for the whole family great yeah. time and they have um they have it's called it's called uh, uh the piggle wiggle and it's not uh, a piggly wiggly not a piggly wiggly oh, all right no, this no, no. is coming back to me because one of the first episodes of this season actually was set at an apple farm yeah and so that's i think they might they have shot, shot it there. there yeah, yeah. exactly yeah i mean pulled it, some it, stock there's a least. lot of tr- rows of trees are there trees or there? clusters maybe clusters there is definitely yeah. a tree or yeah, two yeah, for there. sure so they because, shot it there probably yeah, yeah probably i think that probably was where they did yeah. it so but they have these things, and it's like a fun thing for the family. And they do little the piggle the piggle wiggle is like a little pig race, and they take three mm-hmm. pigs and they kind of race them, and it's a fun thing for the whole family. And they like they do like little betting things, so people can put like a dollar on a oh, pig or, or something like that. Yeah, and so, so you can, like, I win a couple dollars. Exactly. Yeah, and so I um, we went there a couple months ago, and I just had a blast, and I I got, yeah. I had an unhealthy uh, relationship with it, and I got. Um, I have an addictive personality, and so you know, one dollar turned to two dollars, two dollars turned to four dollars, and and if you, you were listening to the intro to the show, yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those numbers get big quick. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Than so you can even imagine. Exactly. A lot of our listeners, they actually fast forward through to this. You know, they say that our voices are grating, so they fast forward to hear you know somebody like you. That's so what just I just a refresher. Go sure. back, listen. You'll learn about the numbers. Exactly. Yeah. But so those numbers grow fast. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, so it was fun for a bit, but I did uh, uh, lost about sixty-eight thousand mm. um, dollars on the Piggle Wiggle, and you know, I was hiding it from my wife, which you never do. You should be honest, you know, up front. I kept thinking this is because you know, they only do it on weekends. So, so you so snuck it, to the farm by yourself to. I was I was doing anything I could to get a ride over there. Yeah. I mean, okay. some of the stuff I did to, did to people, things huh. people asked me to do, um, so that I could get a lift over there because, uh, we only have one car and my wife needs it on the weekends. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she does a lot of grocery shopping and stuff on the weekends. Sure. So, like, like errands. Errands. Yeah. She, yeah, yes. so I, I had to get out, I had to get out there and I kept thinking, I'm, my luck's going to turn, my luck's going to turn, my luck's going to turn next, you know, it just keeps getting, you know, I'm down, I'm down $10,000, I'm down $25,000, I'm 30000 uh, you know, and at one point I won it all back. Yeah. I won it all back. 68. And then, even. and then, yeah. So, well, you can't stop right there because that's you, that your luck has turned at that point. Yeah. yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to stop right after that's your luck the per- turns. That's no. the personality. That's the addictive right? personality. That's, that's a gambler, a, a gambling. That's what they call that. Yes. No, that's common sense. Yeah. I mean, come on. Sense. I know. C-E-N-T-S. Well, sense is what you're going to end up with if you don't ride the wave. Yeah. When, when you're on it. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've been there. I've yeah. been there. And when you have the opportunity for $69,000 right in front of you. Nice round number. You're going to take it. You're going to take it. Gotta. That sucks. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And that's a line that I learned from a little bit later in the episode. We're going to see Ross uh, talking and hanging out with some of these dads from the dad's day. Uh-huh. That comes up later in the episode. And they're all kind of unloading. You know, they're all kind of unpacking their baggage. Yeah, you and know? every one of them says, thank, thank you for, you for sharing. sharing. Right, that's kind of becomes almost a mantra between these guys. You just learned that phrase from this episode of the show? Hell yeah, you know? And I learned it's okay to say that. It's all right yeah, to say thank Yeah, I don't think anybody th- would have thought it was bad. You don't just have to thank people when they're shoveling shit on you. You know, you yeah, no, you, when they're, you don't have to just thank people sarcastically. You can thank them exactly. earnestly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, well, thank you. Well, you're welcome. So this must have, uh, it must have been then hard for you to see what happens next, Dan. Or, right? well, because yeah, you know, I was you very just, fortunate because I couldn't really see what was just, happening. So it was like fortunate, but yeah. We did make you sign that agreement that you would at least read the, the subtitle packet. You know, the print off. The transcript. So I guess it must have been hard for you to read the the transcript of this next little Yeah, piece, definitely, definitely. You know? Yeah, because it's just all kind of noise. Sound. Right. Yeah. 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 Literally hard for you to read. Yeah. 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 And in Spanish, because they don't you know, of course that's how they subtitle it. Yeah. You know? And so this part though where we got this commotion, you yeah. know. We get the, the dad having what appears to be a heart attack. Ross has taken, you know, taking control like he's the freaking rock. And then it's like, you know, have you ever seen the rock crumble? That's what the next piece is like. Yeah. When the, the paramedic comes and takes care of the dad. And as she's, as she's uh, driving the ambulance away with this dad that's had the heart attack, uh-huh. who seems like he's going to be okay, thankfully. Yeah. Ross realizes his, basically his crown jewel of the museum has been stolen, has been heisted. Taken. Right? I saw the rock at an auto zone in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that like? And how big he's, was he's he? He's such, it's, honestly, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. so nice. I didn't talk People to don't him. talk about how big his heart is. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a good, I mean, he was like taking photos, taking selfies. You know, people weren't even necessarily asking him to do some of it. He was, he was a nice guy. Do you have a selfie with him? No, he, he, I didn't want to bother him. I, I sure. honestly didn't recognize him. And then he left and then a bunch of people were like, that was the rock. And I was like, I don't know. I've never heard that name before. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's a wrestler. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Cause he was so big. Yeah. He had to have been at least six, two. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. At least six, two. And it was hard That's to huge. tell in this episode for scale, you know? Yeah. First of all, for scale, because it was stock imagery. Second of all, because it's uh, David Schwimmer, mm-hmm. you know, it's not The Rock. It's just a guy that I call The Rock. So Which from is funny because he's those... a paleontologist and he studies rocks. That's, yeah, and that's interesting. that is interesting. Okay. And so now we're... And like, is that maybe a, sort of a thing that you had in your mind? I don't oh, know. interesting. I don't know. You know, that, and that's, that's a question, which is, do you... That's a good question. Can you have a thought that you're not aware of? Is that even possible? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's some of the stuff that Ross ends up talking with these yeah. guys about when they're hanging yeah. out later. Yeah, do you want to just get kind to of that? Late night. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that part. It sounds I, like I it. I loved it. 
Yeah. I think you can have thoughts without realizing it, though. Yeah. Because yeah. a couple weeks ago, my brother gave me his credit card and was like, listen, this is for groceries. This is for groceries. Don't yeah. use this on anything else. Yeah. You have to eat. We're, you know, we're worried about you. I've heard some of the things you were doing to, you know. To get money. To get money and to get places and stuff like that. And he said, you need to so, he gave me his credit card and I got in the car and I, I love my brother with all of my heart and I, he's done so much for me. And Sounds I was like, like okay, it. I'm going to, you know, so I was thinking Jewel Osco, you know, there's a grocery store in, in Chicago, as we all know, season one, episode yeah. six and Jewel Osco, Jewel Osco, Jewel Osco. And when I came to, um, I was, uh, I was at the pig, the, the pickle wiggle and I had lost $18,000 um, yeah. of my brother's money. Yeah. Um, and I had, on top of the $68,000. That's on top of the 68000 So now I'm 80000 in the bank between two of the most poor people in my life. Um, and then beyond that, I even... Um, uh, I tapped into my niece's 529B, which is a, a college saving tech, tax advantage fund. Yeah. Um, and, and those things are supposed to be sheltered. You're not supposed to get in there and be able to get absolutely in Absolutely not. Yeah, my right. brother had to pay a penalty. So, so let's fuck up what, off them if you get exactly. into Exactly. So on top you know? of what I lost... Yeah, your at, brother's fault. I brought, I, yeah, I lost the 5000 at the Pickle Wiggle, 5000 from the 529B. He had to pay a penalty for taking that money out prematurely. Yeah. Um, and then it did get taxed on top of it. And what did they levy on that? 20% or something? Yeah, it was close to 45%. And this okay. was kind of all during a blackout. So you got into That's that That's what account. I was going to say. And then when I came to... Yeah, I came to and... Um, and I was at a Jewel Osco. And we're getting to that same philosophy. So you ended up where you were trying to go. I did end up getting there and I got groceries. I did do so. That it, and in that way, I, I did call it, follow through. But but what happened in between, you know, we had to, I had to piece together in kind of memento yeah. style. But yeah. are you accountable for that? I mean, is the question really mm. is, is that even you doing it? Yeah, maybe you know, not. When they, if you don't, if you're not conscious yeah. of what you're doing. Legally, yes. Legally, it? yes. Yeah, Chase Bank definitely said that I, that legally that we were on the hook for the money. It was not fraud it was not counterfeit i had i had forms of his id so it was all above board yeah that's yeah but anyways this this part was a gas in the show (laughs) yeah it was you know and it was and i would say that probably the dads you know the guys that play these dads do they feel guilty about what they did when they were playing dads in chicago heroes probably not you know they're they're playing a different person uh-huh. in the show. Uh-huh. Right. So even though they yeah. did something, that doesn't mean they feel responsible for doing it. So let's back up a second. To. Kind of explain what this is all about in case you didn't see the episode. And if you didn't, go freaking watch it yeah. now. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do it for Dan, who can't watch it. I um, so like every episode, they stream these as a, a compil- as a Vine compilation. Mm-hmm. Right? So they chop these up into six-second bits. Yep. And so go find this week's, check that out. Make sure you got enough data on there. Uh-huh. And it's probably at about the 32-minute mark or so where this inciting incident happens. Yeah. And then, so Dinosaur has gone missing. The yeah. biggest dinosaur in all of the entire Megalodon. Museum, the Megalodon, the one that everybody comes to see. Basically, the only real attraction they have left, kind of their own their only kind of card in the deck against any of the other attractions in Chicago. Can you guys answer? I'm sorry if this is ignorant. So what is an inciting incident? What What is this in the script? This is... 
It's the part of the episode that makes you excited to see the rest of it is always how I've defined it. Yeah. Got it. The, so it's like it, the some the event that happens that sets the plot in motion. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, the exactly. exciting incident. And we've had mm. oh, was I saying inciting? Oh yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's exciting um because it's an example of uh, something that could happen in the real world yeah. that would cause a series of events to yeah. take place. Get your motion. heart rate really yeah. going. You know? My like, exciting incident was my wife saying, hey, let's, you know it'd be fun if we went and picked apples. Yes. And I said, that sounds great. Let's do it. Yeah. And then one thing led to another, and now I'm... Do you ever see the 1986... 86, okay, that's interesting you say 86, because I was saying 86. What? Do you ever see the 1986 film War Games? Oh, yeah, with Tom Cruise, where those aliens come in. And it's like that one, um, but it's kind of one of these cases of mistaken identity in terms of yes. if you go to the video store looking so to rent one, good. you might accidentally rent the other. Is that something about shall we play a game? It's the one with shall we play a game. Nice. You know, which is mm. what the aliens soft. also say to Tom Cruise in the other war games. Oh, right. Also. But their mm. game is a little bit nastier, Ooh. a little dirtier, these aliens. A little more this inciting. This is the, the kid and the computer. You know, uh, shall we play a game? Uh-huh. Right? So here's a uh, pop quiz hot shots. After somebody asks you, shall we play a game? What's the point at which you screw yourself? When you double down, when you say double or nothing. No, it's earlier than that. When you say yes. Yep. It's as soon as you say yes. And as soon as you agree to play. Yeah, that's why I say no to everything. Only winning move is not to play. Yeah. Uh, so you can't, and that's, you, so, so it's that exciting incident of yours. Mm-hmm. That's the whole ball game, buckaroo. Yeah. Why are you making him feel worse? No, he's right. I thought I it would make him feel this. better. I need to hear this. Everything oh, that happened after that. Not his fault. Not, not your fault. Oh, so like the universe. You only made one mistake. The universe was saying, shall we play a game? And uh, the universe uh, holds all the cards. Say, hell no. House always wins. The universe is the house. I'm going to stay in bed today. You know? That's why I never leave bed. Nothing can go wrong there. Freaking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory over here. I tried doing that. Yeah, did I you? I tried staying in bed, right. yeah. And, um, and that Tempur-Pedic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I found a DraftKings betting website that had a... They were able... I was able to get a bookie who could, could put some money... Mobile, in, mobile enabled. ...on the Piggle Wiggle for me, so <laughs> I... <laughs> This sounds fun, actually. I'm getting my phone out now. It's so fun. It's incredibly fun. You have no. It's honestly. Uh, it, it's even when I lose, I'm. I have so much fun watching these pigs race. Little piggy's racing. All right, I'm gonna go to DraftKings.com and figure that re- out. And I'm starting to feel really guilty about the because we had the. Uh, because we had the Box of Bones sponsor for this episode, but uh-huh. as you know, we always have the two sponsors for each episode. Uh-huh. We were starting to feel so bad about our second sponsor for this week. Oh. And I'm like, really, I'm just, right now, I'm scrolling yeah. through our contract with them, just looking to see if... Do we have like, you know, to? Do we got to pay penalty? You know, 45%, I'll pay it, or whatever, uh, if we don't do the copy. Yeah. Well, and what sucks is we can't just record it after he leaves. No, because they, they it says right here in the contract that guest uh, must be present. It has a guest must be present as a witness. Who's your second guest, Ben? Or your second? We don't have a second guest. Second, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, your second. If we had a second guest, we I believe me, we would tell you, hey, go yeah, take a go smoke, home. go take a jewel break, buddy. Yeah. We'll do it to our second guest. But our second sponsor, go jack off, go take a jewel. Second sponsor. 
we'll get there. Uh, you know, uh, why why ruin a good thing while it's lasting? You know. Yeah, it's like uh, if if you know like your boyfriend is like moving away in uh, two months, and you're like, well, we're not going to break up now. Let's just make the most of these two months. Two months, best summer ever. Is that yeah. happening to you? What? No. That'd be a weird. <laughs> This yeah, is, don't, we, we don't usually bring our uh, personal stuff. In yeah, me neither. I never talk yeah. about that stuff. I, I feel like personal stuff needs to be like left personally. Yeah, know? personal and professional. And there's like a pretty bold line mm-hmm. between the two. And I think that's what I like about this show where it's all procedural most of the time, you know. And but then when they do these things like, you know, the guys hanging out where it's you got, <laughs> you know, some guy seems like maybe he shit. doesn't have a lot of guy friends. You know, maybe it's hard to be an adult man and kind of feel that you form a close emotional bond with other guys. Maybe the last time that you got that was when you were in college studying uh, paleontology. Yeah. And watching uh, a couple hogs go down a track. Something like that. You know, you've been looking for that kind of connection. Maybe you have some tentative kind of personal lunches with coworkers, but maybe you don't share their interests. You know, if you finally meet a guy who you feel like really gets you and listens to you, it's yeah. going to be hard to give that up, give yeah. that up and turn on them and snitch on them and put them away, yeah. which is what Ross is later going to have to do in this episode to these dads yeah, who pulled the heist on him. And I just think if you did find yourself in a situation where you didn't have those close male bonds and felt that that was something deeply, deeply, deeply lacking for you, that would be hard. Yeah. For for you. For so someone you're kind else. of putting yourself in Ross's shoes yes. here. Yeah. Yeah. Which are size ten and a half, just like mine. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Everybody say your shoe, shoe size. Everybody go around and say your shoe size. Ten and a half. Eleven. Women's. Nine men's. Just to even the playing field. Ten and a ten and a half. Okay. Men's. Well, we're going to have to hope that you're... Uh, 11 and a half wide women's. <laughs> have to cut yeah, this part out. I wear a 4D women's. So it's a double wide women's shoe. And just a single wide men's shoe. Yeah. And, yeah. And is that... You wear two of those? Or is that just one of those? And then you put both your feet in there? You just kind of hop around. Uh... No. For the workout, sort of a CrossFit kind of paleo oh, I see what style you're saying. workout. Oh, are, oh, I'm sorry. Were we, were we saying shoe size or, or shoe size when we have both feet in one shoe? <laughs> you're saying, I was saying the first one, but oh. I heard what you said. And oh, I thought, oh, he oh, must be oh both no, yeah, no, I that. was confused. Yeah, then my then my regular shoe size is six and a half. Yeah, women's wide, no. narrow, no, okay. normal. But and then now but, I'm just saying words yeah. to confuse your sister-in-law. Because when she listens to this, you can better believe that what she's she going to She cannot listen to this. She cannot looking... know I'm staying at her home. Okay. And it didn't even occur to me that you'd already said you were doing it. Of course you did. So yeah, as she, soon as she heard that, the jig is up. I was thinking she's, already she's going around the house looking she, for shoe prints. No, no. <laughs> trying to, no, you know, definitely hey. not. No, was, no. She said, she said, do not come to my home. You, you have robbed your brother. You've emptied your niece's uh, college savings. Just you are not daughter. welcome here. <laughs> kind of do an exposition to you. Exactly. You know, sort of exactly. real life exposition telling you your yeah, own story. But and I, that's got to yeah. be hard to hear. Uh, of course, I found a hole in the siding behind the AC unit. And so that's kind of how i get in and out mm-hmm. uh, and if she heard this part she's stuffing asbestos in there yeah keep you out or a, seal a, it off a stick of tnt yeah oh hey, yeah you know what 
if hey if uh, blow the whole you know blow the whole fucking thing up behind me yeah throw and the I, baby out with the bathwater and this all kind of connects to Ross and those guys because at the <laughs> towards the end of this episode Ross is telling the guys everything that they did this episode you you pulled off a heist at yeah. my museum and you stole the megalodon. You treated me like your friend. You told us. You told me that you loved me. I thought this part got a little too telly. Yeah, and not enough showy. Exactly. Yeah, it was as if he just. It was he came back and talked. I think it was probably a good four and a half minutes of dialogue recapping the episode. Yeah, saying you know, this is really, how it made me feel. This is how it made others feel. Yeah, yeah. It played almost exactly like it was written to be an audition monologue. Yeah. You know, like yes. You know, if you could do a well, because he kept reading stage direction too. So yeah. I thought like it was like maybe he. But he did it like I'm walking over to stage right now. Yeah. So yeah. he was kind of not reading them word for word, but saying that he was doing. Them. I was engaged. Yeah. The whole time. And it and I'm starting to wonder whether David Schwimmer might have also written it because he did pull, he pulled it out. It Let's seemed check to the be credits. Handwritten. Yeah. And he before he read it, he said, you know. If you'll if you'll indulge me, yeah. And he yeah. wasn't looking at the guys like, he was reading it to. He seemed to be looking at like yeah. off off camera yeah. to someone behind yeah. the director maybe or something. And they took like that fit. That was like that whole. I mean, half of the third act was him on hold with the WGA, figuring out credits oh, and monetary yeah. compensation for the the episode. I thought he got re- he seemed to get really mad. Yeah, at yeah. that point because mm-hmm. um, well, he didn't get a story credit. Yeah, but th- but we did see how much he made on this episode mm-hmm. in the credits. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, if you... And I, I, I thought that was a weird choice. And I love this show, but I thought they... I was like, I don't... I, I didn't need to know how much he made. Yeah, but I stand for, like, radical transparency, and the show always kind of has. Um, so we do have to see how much everybody makes in the credits. And it's just sort of... And uh, if you like math, it's kind of fun to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's 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 kind of uh, well, it twisted the knife for me because he made eighty six thousand dollars on this episode, which yeah. is exactly how, how much, much I lost at the at the Piggle Wiggle. Uh, yeah, at the at the Piggle Wiggle in person, but that's also not counting the um, fee to take out your nieces. That's a good point. Yeah. Did they have the interactive? I'm thinking, you know, did they have the interactive kind of uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch like interactive experience on this episode for you on the Kindle? Because I'm thinking about that the beginning of the episode, they asked me to put a bunch of information in, you know, and one of them was like, just pick a number, any number. And I'm wondering whether you got 86,000 and I got a different number. So they, they, in the credits, they show what people got compensated based on what number you picked. It's going to affect you most, (laughs) you know? Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of a fun social experiment. Because like for me, it was like, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was eight. I put in, cause he said he had made $18. And know? that's what it said for me as well, because right. you leaned over and you picked all of the numbers for right. me and you said, well, we have to make a ma- match. And now I'm thinking it's kind of strange that I put 18, you know, and cause that was the last time that I, uh, oh, like had a, felt like I had a close guy friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. And then that was in the episode. So it's sort of, yeah. This episode fucked me up, man. Yeah. Right? Didn't do much for me. That's interesting. Yeah. So I think we've talked quite a bit about how all the um, 
it's all coming together the beginning the yeah end, so the, you yeah. know ross is ends up with the dads and the heist. how does he do that though and i'll tell you it's he goes to the hero house he goes to his friend cop monica and they have this kind of back and forth almost sibling like a little bit where they're just kind of like sniping at each other bringing up the past kind of thing like really digging in and finding where it hurts and siblings can do that si- uh, siblings can do that but ostensibly we don't think i don't think they are in this show but remains to be seen they can hit you where it hurts they can hit you where it hurts because the heart is where it hurts the most because that's where the love is and the home and love is the most powerful feeling which 529b means can... exactly 529b so he goes to cop that was that the address of the hero house on your ep- on your episode yeah that was yeah. a tough, oh. tough yeah i think they did that yeah it was yeah, 18 that, on yours 18. yeah yeah yeah, so, 18-5, because that was uh, how many guy friends I had. Yeah. Mm. So they kind of needle each other, and then Cop Monica says, okay, you know what, I'm going to help you find this stolen dino. He goes, didn't you need me to file a report or something? And she goes, no, 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 For friends, I'll do it off the books. Um, and she says, by the way, how hard could it be? It's a huge, it's a megalodon. How many of those are there in Chicago? And um, she says, but... I'm going to need your help. And Ross says, okay. All right. So she says, you're going to go undercover. And then they have a makeover montage where they go to the hero Love house. Love this part. A little closet, bit of levity. And Ross just tries on all these different undercover outfits. He gets out of the kind of like, uh, like queer eye music playing. Yeah. Yeah. He gets out of like the cream colored sort of like button up and khakis that he always is wearing with like the paleontologist hat. And then he starts putting on fun outfits. And it's just so nice to see somebody like Ross really just cut loose and have a good time Mm -hmm. throwing on a feather boa over a sequined crop top, you know? Um, and once they settle on an outfit and that bring Wednesday, which was a great outfit. Yeah. And we'll get to that, but you wanted to say something. I was, I was going to say about that. That brings us to this week's serve and looks moment of this episode. Yes. Where David Schwimmer, David Schwimmer in a velour Dolce and Gabbana onesie. Yeah. Uh, with studs, with studs. so sort of, um, I would say like hot topic inspired style. Yeah, it was just the most badass thing you can kind think of wherever of, you think. Studs. Yeah, kind of wherever you think studs would be on a onesie. That's kind of where they were. And the bottom of that onesie turns into a leather platform boot. Yeah, uh, and that's got a. So this is like this. It's, uh, so it's really, it's really actually. They worked some magic with this. And thing. he had a hard time walking in that. And I can tell you, um, you may not have been able to see this, Dan, on the Kindle. You know, because at this point, you're probably not seeing really anything. Um, and I don't know if it described this in the Spanish subtitle track, but the ones he had, they showed a, they did a, a full kind of 360 um, spin, like you're looking almost like at a 3D model of a house or something. You know. To just to show the viewer that there was not a zipper or a strap or a button anywhere on this thing. He just... He got sewed into it. Sewn into it. He looked good. Yeah. Serving looks moment. Looks worse and worse throughout the rest of the episode (laughs) as the ass starts filling out, you know? Because the shooting lasts a few days. (laughs) And so... (laughs) so. (laughs) The onesie... Really started to fill up by the end of this episode. 
Mm. Um, oh, with poop. I think it's just gotta be. I must have, you know. To, I would oh. love to see the oh, behind the shit. scenes of the Got crew. It. You know, to see, you know, what's the oral history of what it was like to shoot this, thing? or the anal history. Yeah. So he's got peepees and poo poos all up in there, and he goes out undercover. Yeah. To see what these guys are all about. I hated that part. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you guys love. So there's something that bothers you. you? Oh, the the the, Uh, the fashion part. Yeah. Why did it bother you? Wasting outfits. Yeah. Some people only have one outfit. He was wasting outfits. Kids in China, one outfit, and they got to eat it half the time. Guys in Lakeview, one outfit. Yeah. So that's close to home. People think it's in Lakeview. Oh, guys, but also guys on the Lakers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they have two: one home, one away. Yeah, exactly. And a throwback. I just don't like that. I just thought it was wasteful. I just thought it was wasteful. Yeah, too that many makes outfits. sense. Fast fashion I, is killing the planet. I think a lot of times they don't think about the message that they're sending with yes, this show. Yes, frivolity. You know, they kind we of don't like um, it. It's. I mean, it's a really sad way to see people make art. Honestly, to just kind of chase whatever little whim occurs to them and kind of just dump it in and then put it out there for people to check out. Yeah, thinking about it. You know, no Sans editing. Sans context. No editing. Thinking, oh, I have an idea and I'm going to say mm-hmm. it however I want. And people can either choose to engage with it or they don't have to. Yeah. And more often than not, they don't. And is it going to make me feel bad? Maybe. But ultimately, I put it out there anyway. So maybe it's on me. And, and of course, we're talking about Chicago heroes here. Yeah. Uh, and most of what you said is hypothetical because for Chicago heroes, everybody watches it every week. Pretty everybody much. engages with everybody it. loves it. Uh-huh. Uh, people send a lot of claps to it. They got the interactive thing built in. Where lots you can of clap people, if you like what you're seeing. Yeah. Lots of people <laughs> putting it on their own stream. I find myself streams. hitting a button pretty much just, Oh, I feel like a rat going for the cocaine lever, hitting that little clapper yeah. to show that I'm loving whatever moment is happening in the show. Yeah. And we were loving that fashion moment. And now I realize that was bad because yeah, Dan said it. Well, you guys can like it. You guys can like it. I'm just saying I I had a... No, I shouldn't like it. You guys can like it. Fashion moment canceled. Serving looks canceled. And that brings us to this week's uh, Hey, What's the Big Idea Mm. moment of the show. Yeah. uh, Which is that, uh, you know, you get get a guy like Ross, paleontologist. Guy, uh, maybe one of the freaking smartest people in the world. Okay. Gotta be. Uh, Knows a lot of stuff. It's important to know things. What's more important than that? To learn things. And so he learns in this episode mm. from some of the places and the peoples from which he would least have expected to learn. Yeah. Which is this guy's group of dads that he ends up going undercover with. And he's thinking, who are these guys? Right? Yeah. Just uh, a bunch of pay- dads. Yeah. Just a bunch of dads. Right? What did they do? You know, fired off their seed and fertilized an egg and maybe supported a woman as she brought a fetus to term and then raised this kid. Uh, they didn't go to, you know, the University of Harvard and get a degree, and three of them. That's what he says to them. <laughs> and that's kind of rude. It's kind of rude. What he, yeah. And the guys are like, well, we do other stuff, too. Yeah. And, and then we got a nice montage. Yeah, of them all just guys saying montage. what they do. Yeah. And well, not saying what they do for a job either, which no. is something that only happens in America when people say, what do you do? And you're like, what? Like other places that doesn't happen. And it was interesting to see them not talk about their jobs and just talk about who they are as people. What were some of you guys? And this was another moment of the kind of 
telling and not showing. Yeah. You know? Because when I say a montage, what I do mean is it was a montage of the different guys explaining what they like to do. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. sitting around in a living mm-hmm. room explaining mm-hmm. what they like to do. What were some of you guys' favorite things that these guys said that they liked to do in this montage? Um, really like the guy who said he liked to um, be online 12 hours a day just yelling at women. Yeah. Thought that was cool. Like the guy who um, fixed guitars. That was fun. I like the guy that broke the guitars. You and know, those they, guys kind of had a They kind of had a yin and yang yeah. kind of a thing going on there, like those twins. Yeah. I liked for the I like the guy who was a lobbyist for Jewel. Yeah. yeah. I really liked him. He was cool. Yeah, because I hot. thought it was fun. I thought he was like, he offered some good social commentary. And then, you know, when he looked at the other dads and said, if you don't jewel, you're a pussy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, wow. I was like, man, that's like, that's like really deep, you know? Yeah. And it sounded familiar. It was like one of those kind of sounds, deja, it was kind of this week's deja vu moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Callback for sure. What was fun kind of about that moment is that Ross said, hey, we, we're not talking jobs here. We're not talking paychecks. We're talking hobbies. And the guy was just like, yeah, I do this pro bono. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah, like, that was okay, badass. this guy takes it seriously. For like, sure. this guy just loves the product. Yeah. Like, brand ambassador. That was not awesome. paid. And you just had said callback a moment ago, and that has got me thinking about... Yeah. You know, I think part of the reason Ross connects with these guys is it just must be so nice to have your guys call you back. You know, he leaves them a message, they call him back, say, hey, come on over yeah. and hang out. So about how much time do we think passes of Ross like going undercover with these guys? Because I'm thinking when Monica well, he grows sends a them, Unabomber beard. Yeah, so I'm thinking when Monica sends him like, oh, this is going to be a couple weeks tops. Uh, no. They did. We we got some. You know how they'll do the time lapse footage to show speeding up of time or whatever. Yeah, we see Ross. We saw the lighting of the Christmas tree. Lighting of the Christmas tree. We see Ross kind of bump into a woman on the street and blow her papers all over the place and then pick, pick them up and then their hands touch and then they kind of look at each other like, huh? And then we kind of fast forward to their wedding. Right. And then we kind and of... I mean, and that's just skipping over the whole freaking part where where he went and he got hit, hit by a train right after they, like, they had met <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's in that coma. Yeah. And she kind of forms a relationship with his family yeah. and tells them that she's been dating him and everything. Yeah. And when he wakes up, she convinces him that they have been together and all. I mean, that's just skipping over that. Part, yeah. 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 Even. And then they get married and then we see them kind of, um, fighting a little bit. Like he throws a plate at the wall, doesn't hit her. Um, but she, I thought it was weird that they made a point to say that <laughs> they like very, it like yeah. came off very like, domestic abusey and yeah. then he turned and said but i don't yeah which i was glad to see yeah, yeah i was yeah. glad i, I was like I, he said that's not he, he said hey listen that's not me yeah exactly I threw a plate at the wall she was not yeah on that wall she was but on a i different would wall, never and i would never i would never i li- and i like that because like it's what you talk about they're very subtle with their messaging on the show but yeah. if yeah. you watch it closely you can see cuz he's like I wouldn't that's not what a man does. No. I don't believe in that. Yeah. I take my aggression out on the jewel. With words. On the jewel and yeah, with yeah. words. And he tried a few alts again there mm-hmm. on that one too. Yeah. And that brings us to this week's hashtag not that kind of guy moment. Uh you know and so uh 
I was pleased though then to see him in therapy after that. Yeah. Yeah, and his wife is in some of the sessions with him and yeah. not in some of the other sessions. So it's like he's working on himself, but they're also working on their marriage. And I did also like again, they just again, it's very subtle. If you're not watching close, you miss it. But they did four or five times say, again, this is not a physical relate the f- there's no physical abuse here. This right. is purely emotionally abusive. Which well, is not have- better. Which is not better. No. But it's different and, 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 and I think it's important <laughs> to make that distinction. So they started getting themselves into a little bit of a gr- prickly area here. Yeah. But I thought they walked the line very respectfully. Well, what would Chicago Heroes be without kind of it's playing with what's yeah. risky and like showing us reality? And it's not always pretty. It's no. not always crystal yeah. clear. It's you theater. Know? It's theater. You know, it's theater yeah. is dangerous. It's Mamet. Yeah. It's because <laughs> yeah. at one point he, O'Neal, when he looks when he looks and goes, I was, when did the hero become the villain? To me, was like oh <sighs> that that hit me deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the way he punctuates it yeah. with the mask. And because he, he goes, when did the hero become the villain? Again, I never physically hurt anybody, <laughs> yeah. but I've not been the best communicator. Yeah. And I think that's important. And we see his wardrobe shifting over yeah, the time. Yeah, more he had to because I think he got like an infection. That's right. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We see more and more. Uh, we see he's we see more and more um, uh, cloth disappearing from his shirt until basically you've got a whole kind of um, cutout around his ab, ab kind of area because he has this open wound yeah. that needs air to circulate around. And it, I, I guess. was wondering about that because okay, so we know we they cut out the whole cast. There's no, they've never nodded to the original cast in any way, shape, or form. But if you will recall, the character of Mark Briggs, played by Tay Diggs in the first two seasons, always had the abs cut out of his shirt. Yes, to show it, but to, to show his abs. Sexy. Yeah, to show his abs. This not is almost to show the opposite. This but is, is what that, a villain's stomach is. Would that look like. a commentary? Maybe. It sort of is like this guy. Okay, yeah, we had the night before. We had the night before. This guy's the dark night now. You know. <gasps> mm. So then we see them sitting in these therapy sessions again. Yes, I. When did I become the villain? Then we see them kind of signing the divorce papers, and she's pregnant as I they're think doing. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she looked fat. Yeah. Yeah. Really fat. <laughs> she was big. Yeah. Well, it's weird too because this was this was about. Two and a half hour C storyline. Yeah. This was the C storyline of the yeah. show. And that's and why it's respectful. Yeah. Because they got plenty of time to I do it. totally forgot by the time they came back to the bone theft, I forgot what I was even invested in yeah. in the first yeah. place. And they have to spend so much time on the exposition to get you back up to speed on mm-hmm. they, they But actually, it flushed out the character. Yeah. And they said earlier, in this, earlier in this episode on Chicago Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Dan, when you looked at the TV guide and saw, you know, uh, that this was going to be a five-hour episode, were you like, oh, yeah, like, that's a good, yeah, Yeah, you need that. Because honestly, from, the nights get lonely. And the days seem lonely, kind of, too. Yeah. Yeah, both times are very lonely. I mean, day has got to be actually harder, maybe. Because night, you yeah, can sometimes because I burn easily. Pretend there's someone there. Yeah, and that. So days are tough because I burn easily. Um, nights are tough because uh, I can't make a noise you know so yeah but you know it's my bed I'll sleep in it you know I'm, so I got some so stuff in the works I got yeah. some stuff in the works I'll be alright I got you sure man mm-hmm. yeah I got I got some right, I, you guys can't tell anybody about this I got some insider info 
Cool. We'll edit it out. On some of the uh, the pigs this weekend. So, well, so that's got to be good because before, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're just firing from the hip on these fuckers. Yeah, just kind of guessing, going, going by with name, God. Going by name, yeah. yeah. I kept putting my money on Hamlet. Oh, and why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. I would put mine on if there's a if there's one named Kevin Bacon. I'd oh, probably do that. that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what's the so? You, it's all rigged. Porker, you know, if there's one called Porker or something like that. Yeah, Porky would probably be a better. Just trying to get in the kind of one. Just trying to participate. No, it's true. Okay. No, Porker. Yeah, Porker's fine. Sir Porker or something like that. You know? Yeah, Sir Porker. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Porkington Hogsworth or something. You know, if there's a if there's a pig called Sir Porkington Hogsworth or That's Babe. Yeah. Okay, I don't. Yeah. But uh, so, what kind of info you got here? One of the uh, one of the uh, one of the little guys, uh, shaking bacon, is uh, taking HGH. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Now we're talking. So he's <laughs> been blood doping. Stuff. They've yeah. been taking him up to... Uh, Upstate. Up, uh, yeah, uh, he's been training in uh, northern Arizona, the mountains of northern Arizona. And so they just have him running at altitude. Yep. So they take out a bunch of blood when he's yep. at sea level. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, when he's at altitude. Yep. Yeah. And it's his like blood gets really... Exactly. Well, yeah, he gets really efficient. His, his blood gets really efficient at processing oxygen at altitude. They take it out. And then when he comes back to sea level, they inject it. And exactly. now that yes. blood is able to do more with less right. and has more to work with. I um, wonder if it tastes better, too. I don't eat meat. So that I don't know. Sounds like you haven't been eating much of anything. I, yeah, well, I don't. I have a, I have a bottomless salad card. So I just get salads a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it's got to be hard to eat those if there's no bottom on there. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's the thing. Pretty much whatever you can get while uh, you're at the that's salad. That's the thing, but... yeah. So if you show up and you get a bottomless salad, uh, you can sit there all day. Yeah. yeah. And you, you just keep falling away, through. Right? Kind of like pouring falling. water into like the cotton yeah. candy meme. Right. Exactly. So that's kind of how, yeah. I mean, it's like happiness or anything, you know? Yeah. You try yeah. to get it. You it's can't like hold happiness on to it. for sure. It's life. Yeah. yeah. So we can probably uh, just this is a good edit point to come back into the episode now that we've edited out all of all that stuff. We all, cut that, all that all out. the insider info. And uh, you know, so basically, we're kind of ah, I forgot the, to clap. We've, we've hit the I forgot to clap. Go ahead. We've hit the turning point in this undercover operation where, and we didn't get into the nuts and bolts of it, but you know, where Ross has basically learned that these dads, you know, they don't just uh, you know call women names online or fix guitars or break guitars. They also do heists together. And he knew that. Just bef- guy stuff. Yeah, and he knew that. Bef- just dudes being dudes. Yeah, like fantasy football, fantasy. Ben, what's your favorite thing to do with your dudes? Oh, man. It's like, just like text and watch Chicago Heroes, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Who's your best and, friend? And that would be, uh, that'd be Derek. Yeah, probably my two greatest guy friends are like Derek and Christian. Who's I Derek would say. and Christian? Um, those are like my best guys. I have you've never brought them up. Oh them. yeah, they're awesome. We've been doing this yeah. for like a while. Yeah, and they're awesome. You know, and when I can't, I can't always on? afford to like text with them too much. Mm. But um, when are they going to come on the podcast? 
I don't know. I think that would probably be, podcast, that'd yeah. probably be extra. And so, you know, I'm putting so much money into the equipment and everything. I don't know if I could afford that, but yeah, that'd be yeah. extra. Huh? How tall are they? And shoe size. Uh, I've never seen pics, you know, because it's extra to get ASL. So, um, well, you know, these guys online, these are online front guys. Well, you know, I mean, for me, like URL kind of is IRL. That's so, true. You know, but it, but it's actually, like there are guys on the other end of yeah. for sure. It's guys. And like, but if you want friend. their ASL or if you want like pics that would only be for fans or whatever, that's extra. So I usually don't pay for that, but it's a service. <laughs> it's like, I mean, or is it just like you follow them? Hey, you know, yeah, it's a service, but am I embarrassed of that? No, church is a service. So. That's true. Secret that doesn't mean it's is a, a bad service. Thing. What are these? What do you talk to these guys about, Derek and Christian? Usually, I just talk to them about like whatever you know, and they're usually to me they're like to stop texting or whatever, and uh, okay, or that kind of that's thing. That's sick, dude. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's nice to have some... I think that's a good thing about friendships is that they like kind of keep you in check. Exactly. And I've yeah. known these guys for so long that it was They seem like cool hard dudes, man. Yeah. They relate to They Ross got any and, income streams? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that they make pretty good money off most of their streams. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. Um, oh, like Twitch and stuff? I only usually see the first part of the stream before they go into a private um, chat. Sick. But I think yeah. that they make good money once they go in, once they go private. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You should put me in touch with these guys. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. I'll send you their um, URLs. Their ats. Their ats. Uh, well, Ross is coming at his friends pretty hard when he gets at this big climactic bust moment. You know? Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, we've seen him for years and through many stages of his life kind of get to know these guys and be in good Yeah, how the time old lapse. is he in this point? At this point, he's like, gotta be early 50s? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and just for reference, I mean, when we started this, he was still an, oh, adj- an adjunct at the yeah. Chicago College. Yeah. Um, fresh off his PhD. Probably yeah. late 20s. Late 20s. Mm-hmm. Living. I mean, maybe for best reference, I would say like, you know, his son at this point is 12. Yeah. Right? And when he started this he's a, episode, he's a he didn't son. have yeah, he didn't have one. And they definitely weren't estranged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of been through a lot with them. And uh, what's interesting is that he, Monica, at first, Ross is like, well, how long are you going to make me keep up this charade? Like, how long do I have to be undercover? And Monica was like, just a, a couple more weeks. Like, I, we've almost got him. And he was like, okay, okay. Uh, but eventually... <laughs> he he's... likes to say that. When, like, Monica gives him a direction or whatever, he'll often sort of... Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Yeah. And um, eventually... easy going. Yeah. Eventually, he stopped asking. Besides the plate thing. <laughs> what? Besides the plate... It was, it was, no. I was saying it's pretty easy going, but, you know, besides the plate thing. He mm-hmm. does have like a weird fucking thing with the plates where he's always throwing them. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. like in terms of, but like pretty much <laughs> oh, yeah. anywhere outside of that piece, you know, where yeah. he's hurling <laughs> plates pretty much at his partners or whatever, like yeah. close to them, close, not at them, near them, near them, when they're around. Mm-hmm. He kind of does it like in the 
exact opposite, opposite direction of them. Yeah. So he says, ah, it's not at you. <laughs> yeah. He says it's not at you a lot of times like he's sort of trying to get away with a trick. Like a kid that says, yeah. you know. Stop like, hitting um, yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or is it a kid that says a cuss in class? Yeah. Or like a word that's close to a cuss? Oh, yeah. Know? I said motherfunker. <laughs> I called you motherfunker, Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. You can't send me the principal's office yes, for that. Yes, yes. I was talking about the Hoover Dam. Yes. I was about to say hello. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I said the word hell and my brother, my older brother told on me it was because we were playing Sega Genesis and we were playing Sonic and I, I Sonic, I, I screwed up something mm-hmm. and I thought, I thought it would be cool to say, Oh, what the hell Sonic? Mm. And then my brother told on me, did you get in trouble? Big time. Yeah. Mm. Got my mouth. Brothers will do that. Yeah. Got my mouth washed out with soap. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, a good brother might take the fall for you. Yeah. You might say, no, nah, I actually, you know what? I said it. Stand up for you. Instead of running to the other room to tell, yeah, tell my parents, yeah. I might say I spent that money. That was my I I I put us in debt. Yeah, like your brother. Yeah, your brother could do that. And that brings us to this week's lines that brothers could say moment. Yes. Um, well, it's uh, the lines that a couple of these dads, the the guitar fixer and the guitar breaker, who are brothers, say. Uh, in response to finding out that Ross has been undercover this whole time, is we knew. We knew, buddy. Yeah. And we knew for for a long, long time. Pretty much yeah, right off pretty the bat much, from off you were 13 not, years ago. You were not doing a good job of hiding it. No. Constantly taking phone <laughs> calls and, and photos. Whereabouts yeah. photos. Answering yeah. the phone. Sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm undercover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could have done and it. I would love to see that one in a blooper reel, mm. you know, which I did at the end of the episode. Yeah. That was, those bloopers were so, so funny. funny. Dude. Had me pissing my yeah. jorts, dude. Also <laughs> thought it was interesting. Are the, did you piss in those? Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I had to cut them off into jorts. Yeah, they were jeans before. Yeah, and so he just cut <laughs> off the legs. Yeah, I, got the, I got the bottoms of them all wet with piss. You so know? I think we Because of right off where the end of my penis goes. <laughs> Where's Down at the bottom of the leg of my jeans. Because it's so long, you know? And this is an audio medium, so you guys could, you know. A brother would say. What size shoes you wear? Ten and a half. How long is it? I don't know. See for yourself. It's hanging out of them. So there you go. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. That's what that it is. It takes some getting used to. I call it Mr. Bucatini. Damn. Because <laughs> it's like a spaghetti with a hole in the middle. Because it's like a spaghetti with a hole in the middle. Yeah. I always, and I never thought of that. I, I had never oh, so why were you calling it? <laughs> um, okay, because boo is like something a ghost would say, and it's white like a ghost. Um... Ka because it uh, has a little bend in it like a macaroni and a buca would be like what an Italian would say, boo, how they would say boo, and then teeny because it's big and it's sort of ironic. Oh, kind of like, like a jumbo shrimp. Like a jumbo shrimp or, or call, like any of the... We're calling like a big guy tiny. Like all the names that the Ross co- called his wife in the divorce, you know, like teensy weensy, itty bitty, itsy bitsy spider, all those things, you know? Yeah. I like the sleeve. 
The, the tattoo you. sleeve is sick, man. Yeah, he's uncut. <laughs> the tattoo sleeve, yeah. Yeah, I um, the court order said that I had to keep it covered up, and so I tried to get the tattoo so sleeve you got on a there. Dick sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that's no dice, you know. That's and I said, sick, no, man. it is dice. I've got dice tattooed is that on the there. The stages of the cross. Yeah. You religious? Yeah, that's a uh, testicles, vesticles, wallet, and watch. Wow, man, that's sick, dude. That's a cool tattoo. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well. So wait, what tattoos, did you think it was the whole time? Hmm. Is that what did you think it was the whole time? Just. I thought it was a pillow. I thought it was like a like I thought you were sitting on like a pillow. That makes yeah. sense. A lot of people think it's a rosary because of the cross thing. Yeah. Um Ross was pretty much covered in tattoo gang tattoos or like guys' tattoos, I guess, at this point, from hanging out with the guys. Yeah. Um and that's a little bit of solidarity that he's gonna have with them because he's gonna send them away for a long, long time at the end of this episode, which we've pretty much reached. Right? Yeah, we're there. You know. Uh, so the guys, they go, they go away for a long, long time. And, uh, he says to them, I'll come visit you in jail. They say, don't bother. He says, no, I will. I will. Cause I learned something this episode. And, he's, and he corrects himself. <laughs> corrects himself. He says, I learned something this episode. Um, I, I mean, learned these past 13 these past years. 13 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to do that one more time. More important than, and that's that there's nothing more important than family. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, can I do it one more time? <laughs> Did you guys think it was what too... Is, Go what ahead. was the yeah. last line? Um, he said, uh, he said... Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he said, I will. No, I will, because I learned something this episode. I mean, I learned something these last 13 years, and that's there's nothing more important than family. Bye-bye. Yeah. There's nothing more important than family. Wow. Wow. Do you have a phone I can use? Um, yeah. Mine? yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you want to give him your phone or? Oh yeah, I can. Um, I can, uh, no, mine doesn't work. Ever since I uh, got the uh, tattoo sleeve, the Touch ID doesn't work <laughs> to open it, any, to unlock it anymore. So sure. yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. That checks yours. out. Yeah. So you got one, sir? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, here, Dan. Fuck, I don't know my wife's number. It's in. I don't know it off the top of my head. And that brings us to this episode's whoopsie-daisy moment. Uh, well, that was pretty much where this Everything's episode... Everything's in your phone now. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's kind of all... It's all just programmed in it. Yeah, it's all in yes. there. Yes. Shit. You don't know your wife's number? Mm-mm. I don't know anyone's number. I guess I don't know Ben's number. 18. <laughs> and... Ben's kind of. Is this your Chase app? Uh, no. I, uh, no. Okay. No, don't. Uh, That's not. No. Um, That's probably her Facebook. No, Sometimes it's fine. Yeah, I know yeah, for no, me, it's like, I'll make, I'll make my Facebook app have the, like, a banking logo or whatever just to kind of trick me into not opening it. Yeah, same. Because um, I get so addicted to that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. What's your Wi Fi password? If you have an idea. I uh, oh, oh it's already connected. It's your phone. It's your uh, yeah. uh, it's space balls. It's space balls with a four. No, for <coughs> no. Hang on, give yeah. me a second. Uh, and for the S and the P. And hey, the actually, I got a, I got a, I got a. Just give me a second. It's, uh, I'm downloading an app. What app? DraftKings. Oh well, I already actually I had it downloading because I was interested when you mentioned it. So you just have to hit it to keep re-downloading okay. it. 
Okay, so while you're trying to figure out how to call your wife there, uh, I think that Sarah and I, we will start to move on to the segment. Sure, yeah. So that's been the episode of Chicago Heroes. Well, I want to say something. Yeah, please. Sure. What was Monica doing? Oh, that whole time? Yeah. We saw her at the gun range a lot. She got to be a pretty crack shot. Yeah, I guess what I mean, I don't think she would have been able to... I guess what I'm asking is just like, why it took so long why she did that in the first place like what was her what was her what was her end game you know like what what was she trying was she trying to prove something was she trying like did ross do something to her in the past that she's kind of trying to like get him back for i think that she basically wanted to set up the guys in the heist crew Uh. for the gun battle that happened when they hijacked the prison bus on the way to the prison and they were out in the desert and they were out in the rocks, and she was sniping at them from up on the mesa. Uh, and so I think that she needed those 13 years to become a crack shot yeah. with the rifle so that she could pick them all off, you know, so that they would actually go away for life. Um, yeah, because I kind of thought it was just really because, like, maybe maybe because yeah. she's, like, a woman in what's stereotypically kind of a male profession, and people don't quite take her so Fuck. seriously. So she was maybe, like, um, Fuck. what? You find the number? I just lost seven grand on your from your checking account. How did you hook up my checking account? I, what? I, I fuck! I thought I had it locked. Sarah, I told you to lock your mailbox. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I will win this money back. I swear to you on my life. Dude, no, on my me, I'll win it back n- myself. Niece's life. I will win this back. To you. Okay, that's all Dan, right. Don't well, promise Sarah me tries life. to win that back. How about you and I? Already we, done. And that was a, I did it. Well, the wave turned, so you got to keep going. What? So you got to ride the wave. I remember was, the moment earlier? Yeah, I, rem- yeah, the I remember moment? the thing you said. Yeah. I just won 15,000. You got to keep going with that. So ride that wave. Well, Dan and I, we will Damn. start off the segment. Um, so I, your thing that you said about Monica, that was probably actually right. It was The other stuff was probably all quinky dink. Um, yeah. In terms of why she did it. Yeah, I didn't really say much though. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go on. Okay. So <laughs> bye bye. Dan and I, we will just um, we're just gonna polish off this segment like a uh, The Rock real quickly here. Uh, um, I just doubled it. Fuck! Are you joking? No, I don't even know it. I'm just kind of like clicking random. I'm just like kind of hitting God. buttons. So uh, I just took like the kind of Tony Hawk pro skater approach of just like kind of smashing whatever buttons I see and I, whatever. This is like the equivalent of a freaking like Christ air, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. You go in sicko mode over there. Yeah. I'm going that. sicko mode on your we'll, we'll cut the sound effects out of the episode, but there's like dings and buzzers and hockey sirens going off. On yeah. The phone right now. It's pretty fucking badass, honestly. Do we want to do the second sponsor? Uh, oh, the second sponsor. Right. I need a win. Right. This episode was uh, brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is an all-inclusive mobile online gaming experience where you can play real games with real money. Go head-to-head with other competitors in an online gaming arena that provides a thrill and a rush unlike anything you've ever felt before. DraftKings, it's literally impossible to lose. Take it from me. I just won $30,000. Cha-ching. So, you know, we're all riding such a high that I'm actually thinking... 
I'm going to order a couple pizzas. Order some pizzas and wrap this up. Yeah. What do you guys say? Yeah. Okay. Do Um, you think Domino's would deliver a bottle of champagne if I gave them like an extra, I don't know, a hundred bucks? Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. Okay. I'm going to just do it through the app and I'm just going to keep saying, giving them compliments. I'm sorry, Dan, did you say something? Nothing. You ready to do segment? Any pizza toppings you want? I don't eat meat. Okay, I'll get a veggie. Okay. So wish they had mango flavored, jewel pod mango flavored topping for pizza. That's such a good idea. And I wish that our segment this week was what flavor of jewel pod (laughs) would you have on a pizza if you could have any flavor of jewel pod on a pizza. But it can't be because it can't be. We get these sent to us. This etched in stone, etc. Etched in stone, brought down to us, brought down from the rock. You know, not the guy, but on a rock. And this week's is, uh, they didn't come up with a catchy name for it on the tablet. It's just who would you have on your heist crew? That's uh, kind of fun though. It says .com. So maybe you can go to a website. <laughs> who would you play, have on your heist crew dot com. with us. Um, but we're hey, maybe a way to win money. Condense it. And we're just going to do one. Right. One. So it says to do three, but I'm going to assume that means between one. the three of us. So we each pick one and then we're a heist crew of six. Yes. Mm. And then we're going to figure out what are we stealing also. So if we're building a heist crew, we get the three of us, and then we need three people uh, or fictional characters to join us. Yeah. And what mm. are we stealing? Mm. Right? So this is interesting because it's almost like a little bit of a draft. Uh, like we're drafting guys or gals or, or characters. Royalty. I love that. Lo- it's got to be fun to draft. Draft draft your guys. Right? Ah. What about Derek and so Christian? So I would say Harry Potter. Okay. First off, just start right off the gate with that. Harry Potter, uh, greatest wizard of all time. Yeah. Okay. So I figure it doesn't matter what we're... What's that? It's just up for debate if he's the greatest wizard of all time. Okay. Who do you think is the greatest wizard of all time? Gandalf the Grey. I... Yeah. Did he graduate from Hogwarts? <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I think he wishes. I think he wishes he had because then he would have learned the Avada Kedavra and most importantly, he would have learned not to use it. Yeah. Um, So the most, the thing that makes up a wizard's wand is not just their magic, but also their moral fiber and Harry's wand. Disagree. Okay. You think it's just their magic that makes up their wand? I mean, look at the box office returns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at how Harry Potter did versus Lord of the Rings. I got to give the edge to Gandalf. If okay, we're, now you're making a good point here. Yeah, if we're talking best wizards of all time, though, I got to go with Moses Malone. <laughs> okay, I like that. And is that who you're drafting for the crew? Yeah, okay. So oh, you got yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. And Moses Malone. We got Moses Malone. All right. It's a great choice. And that's really good. So Dan, like bring us home. Do we need a third? See, that's what I'm thinking is we just, you know, we just take the money the, on the third one. Yeah, you know? we can split the, we can split whatever the heist is more ways or fewer ways. Fewer ways. And we can be more nimble if we're well, a smaller crew. We're both these guys afterwards anyway, right? We're going to Avada Kedavra the shit out of yeah, both of them. Right? Yeah. We're going to trick Harry Potter into teaching us the Avada Kedavra and then we use it on them in the truck, you know? Yeah. Okay. And what are we heisting? I call not the last one, you know? 
Uh, what are we heisting? $86,000 from <laughs> Hobart's farm. And that's been the segment, folks. So that brings us to our final segment of the show, which is uh, the uh, who did we have on the show this week and <laughs> where you can find them segment. Um, we've got to come up with a better name for that one. Yeah, what did we um, used to call it? I don't remember. That was it before we rebooted. Yeah. Before Chicago Heroes rebooted their show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so now that we're in the uh, who did we have on the show this week and where to find them section, the answer is Dan White. Wait, just a second. I just won $10,000 more. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not. This is fake money though, right? No. It's this very is... much real. Oh, I thought this was like, uh, like Fortnite bucks. So, Dan, for, uh, for all the marbles, uh, what's your deal? You know, where can people find you? Where can they check you out? Well, I perform every Tuesday with an improv group called Fudge, 8 p.m. at IO Chicago, and that would be the thing I would promote. He absolutely just kicked. Did you see that? He kicked in the gear right there, and now yeah. oh, I feel like I'm performer. seeing the Dan that I would see at the Piggly Wiggly. Ugh. Piggle Wiggle. The way that... And that's why I don't play. The way that you just turned on right there. So you're yeah. like, you're feeling good right now. You're yeah. looking good. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling Sarah, great. Why don't you just give things, me that phone? Things are about to turn around. No, I just turn. give him the phone. I feel lucky. Just give him. Like, just you give hear me him? one shot. All right. I just lost. Here's $9, the deal. We're gonna. Uh, you can only bet. You can only bet seven k. All right. Okay. The amount okay. you originally lost for me, you can. That's all, all you're allowed to bet. Okay. Okay. All right. And we'll see if you can double or triple that. And then once you do one uh, one bet, I don't really know how this works. I'm just smashing yeah. buttons. But once you do one, you're done. Okay. okay. One and done. Right. You seen old school? No. Okay. You know the part where Will Ferrell goes? <laughs> the part where Will Ferrell goes to the frat, you know, and they get the beer bongs. And uh, he says, I'll do one. And they go, he'll do one. So that's got to be you with yes. the phone. Yeah, you're doing one. Okay. Okay. So, for double or nothing, uh, is there anywhere else that can, people can find you? They can find you at uh, Fudge. Uh, that's pretty much it. Live, I okay. guess, on Twitter. Great videos online. On Twitter, online videos, um, and that Twitter and Fudge are the two things I promote. Sometimes in those videos, play sort of a hapless version of yourself. You know, maybe not quite as successful, quite as have it all put together as, as you I do. am in real life. Yeah, the way you are right now. Like when you're at the races. Everything makes sense. Everything makes sense. The world connects for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, that is where I get my rush. Are you done betting? So for a double for or nothing here, go ahead and uh, place that bet. And um, I just lost. Smells like courage. <laughs>